Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another weekly edition slash post-game recap of the Mavs Outsides podcast. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind Freeze. Mind Freeze on YouTube, Instagram, Mind Freeze reviews on TikTok. I may actually just change that to, to regular Mind Freeze just to keep it consistent. Uh, joined, as always, by my brother, Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter at mbibs on instagram and have you seen podcasts wherever you find your podcast content uh as mass fans it's been a long week um and it is not ending on a good note but outside of outside of being mass fans just you know regular life how was your week um, it was, uh, it was a very interesting week. I had to, uh, I think I talked about it. I had to go into office <clears throat> three days this week. Uh, since I got this job, I have worked a total of zero days in the office and that's since August of 2021. Yeah. So like the only times I've been in the office since I got this job and actually, you know, to take it even further back, <clears throat> working in a different department they sent us home at the top of the pandemic like april 2020 um then in the summer of 2021 they made us come back in and i was like yeah i can't do this i don't want this job no more then they started floating my name for a couple other positions and one of them they were like you can work from home if you take this job interview got the job so i was only back in the office for a month in july of 2021 got the new job went back home for this job like I came into like the first meeting they sent me home at like noon to set my computer up and stuff and that was that like I've been back in to drop stuff off or pick stuff up um I had to travel just once so far with this job because of the pandemic everything went virtual immediately after I got hired so all the presentations I've had to do have been virtual except for one and you know it's been smooth sailing you know I talk to these people every day but I I mean every now and then we've got to do the video in the, in the meetings and stuff, but not not usually. So like I'm putting faces to names and names to faces in these uh these interviews or in these in this meeting this week. It was it was a lot, man. We had to sit in one room with the the knights of the round table table, <laughs> like thirty people deep for for three days this week. It was it was a struggle. I'm not gonna lie. Are you are you getting used to it? Is this something you're gonna have to get used to? No, not at all. Uh, so it's a one time <laughs> thing. Um, we're gonna have another meeting like this in the middle of the year, but it'll be virtual next time. Uh, this is the annual. It was the annual planning meeting. So we come together to discuss things that we're gonna be doing this upcoming year. They usually bring like an out external person to go through a training. So we have somebody from one of the colleges come out and do a training on teamwork and leadership and all that good stuff and teamwork qualities. And like, they made us take a quiz to break down our personalities. Um, there was like four options. I came out as analytical. Um, <laughs> uh, the, my co- person I work with closely came out as expressive and allegedly we're supposed to clash a lot because we're like complete opposite ends of the sp- spectrum. But I think that because we understand each other, we actually work well together like her strengths are my weaknesses her weaknesses are my strengths type of thing so uh yeah man it was interesting I, I was like concerned my coworker was like did you feel okay now that you've been through it once like it wasn't that bad uh and I was like yeah it was fine um it was funny though she did tell me last time the lady I replaced got into like a knockdown drag out with one of the guys on the team and another lady that left like right after I got hired like started crying at one point I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to beef with these dudes. Like, they've been here for 30 years. They say something, I'm going to just accept it. Like, I'm, I'm not fighting <laughs> with these dudes. Um, man, that's all right. That's crazy. Uh, work has been pretty hectic for me. Uh, been trying to catch up on a lot of stuff at work. I've finally been able to catch up, but I've also been off this weekend. So if I go back tomorrow, <laughs> all the hard work that I did to catch up has been squandered because motherfuckers didn't do their part while I was gone. I'm going to be pretty upset. Um, <laughs> but 
like I said, I had this weekend off, went to the Wizards game Friday with my lady, uh, stayed there uh, at a wonderful hotel called the Hotel Washington. Okay, um, give it, give it uh, five star reviews on the pod. Hey, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five star review. Uh, the aesthetics were nice. They they kind of finessed me on the whole on the, on the hotel room. I'll tell you why. Okay. When I when I'm booking a hotel room, the thing that matters to me the most, the deciding factor. I don't care how nice the hotel is, how nice it isn't, but room service, all that shit. The thing that matters the most is the bathroom. I need booty to know, cover. huh? You need the booty coverage in the shower or the what? You don't want you don't listen to Tony Baker, right? Sometimes. Okay. He all every time he goes on the road, he always talks about I need to make sure my shower got the booty coverage, like with the what? glass, the sliding glass door versus. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I just need a nice bathroom. Okay. The bathroom got to look like sink, mirrors, lights. Bathtub, stand-in shower, all that stuff, right? Okay. So when I'm booking this room for us, I see pictures, and it's only four pictures, and it's like it's technically two pictures, just the other two at a different angle. <laughs> Come on, like so the bathroom looks fantastic. Like the shower is dope, the sink looks dope, nice lights, nice mirror, all that, right? So I'm like, oh yeah. Book this bet. I look through the details and say tub, all that shit, right? So when we uh when we go to the hotel, first of all, they piss me off because DC, if you've ever driven in DC, DC's traffic is awful. It's hard to find parking in DC. So what does this hotel do? Charge you $59 for valet parking. All right, y'all got that. So I pay that. Didn't want to, but I pay it. Um, I check in. Uh, the people are well dressed, you know. Nice little waterfall thing when you walk in. Place look nice. Lobby is beautiful. Uh, we go up to the room, um, and the room looks nice. Uh, the the receptionist uh, said your original room did not have an exterior view, like of the because it's surrounded by like uh, the White House area and stuff. So he was like, it didn't have an exterior view, but I'm giving you one. I'm like, at no extra charge, right? I said, of course. I said, all right, bet. Come on, let me check real quick. So when you say no exterior view, that means they don't, they're not trying to have a, a Kennedy situation, like having given y'all a straight shot at the White House. So some rooms that maybe don't have a, don't have you looking at the White House. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it probably didn't have an outside view. Like it, it might have been. How can I put it? It might have, I don't know how to put it. It might have been on the inside. There was a view, but it probably was wasn't. Like a, like a thing on the inside, like a courtyard? Probably, yeah. Okay. Probably. Gotcha. Um, so we go up to the room. The view is cool. Um, and I see the bathroom, and I'm like, this ain't a bathroom. This is like a section. Like the shower is dope. Shower is fire. So this is how I set up. You walk into the room. The bed room is like straight ahead. You got the bed, TV, window, whatever. When you first come into the room, on your left, it's like a sliding door, but the sliding door is already open. It leads to the toilet. Sitting in front of the toilet is the shower. Now, the shower has like glass doors, and it's a big door you open to go in. And on the other side of the shower is the room. So it's not, you can't really see in the shower from the room. I got you. I got but you. It's like a nice glass. Do- and that's nice. That's cool. Yeah. I was about to say, I think, how, which hotel was that? I want to say hotel in Miami was like that. No, or no, I think it might've been Vegas. On the outside of that is a sink in the mirror. So no sink in the bathroom, sink on the outside. Right. Okay. And there was no tub. And I'm just like, what? Oh, it was just a stand-up shower? Just a stand-up shower. I thought that was a tub. Like my girlfriend said, that's a tub, right? I said, yeah, that's a tub. Because these I thought these motherfuckers told me it was a tub. <laughs> Wasn't no tub. So, you know, the shower was cool though. Uh outside of that, the, the hotel was the hotel was nice. The game was cool to go to. It was fun being around Knicks fans for the first time. They are definitely as advertised. Um did not know they traveled that well, but I'm not surprised. There was more Knicks fans in there than anything. 
I'm pretty sure I told the story. It might have been before we started this podcast. I don't even know. I don't know. But the, the Charlotte Hornets game? Yeah, but the Knicks-Hornets game, it was like half yeah. Knicks, half Hornets. Like, they were going back and forth. It was a battle. Like, that yeah, was probably the most fun Hornets game I went to, and, and I've been to playoffs games. So. It, it was fun to see a guy behind me. Um, I think he was a Wizards fan talking about Porzingis. Well, he could have been a Wizards fan or a Knicks fan. They both know about Porzingis. True. Uh, he saw this baby shit, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah i know um fun game cool game didn't get there to like didn't sit down to like almost damn near halftime because of dc traffic and shit um but yeah uh cool game to go to enjoyed myself uh got some nice brunch the next day at a place called the mad hatter it was my second time there i have been there before in dc but... i was gonna ask about the food i was i was curious yeah, uh, we was looking for brunch spots uh, Saturday, and I saw the Mad Hatter, and I was like, okay, I remember going there. It was like years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, uh, with my family. Um, it was cool. Nice little breakfast spot. Um, yeah, didn't do too much. Uh, trying to think if I'm missing anything. Um, probably do it again next month. Maybe go to a Wizards game next month. Uh, I'm going to try to go to the Mavs and Sixers game in March when they play in Philly. Uh, but after looking those tickets up, I don't know because them Philadelphia Sixers tickets are not Wizards tickets. Um, that I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, uh, suck to have to come home Saturday to an L. Wow, Dallas Mavericks. Um, speaking of L's, I see you got the Baltimore Ravens towel up covering the, the movie wow. poster. Wow. Speaking of L's, that's how we doing it? I'll put. I'll say this. I was simultaneously switching back and forth between the Mavs game and the Ravens game because, like, this was a fantastic day for football. Every game today was, like, top tier. Uh, Ravens and Bengals did not disappoint, but they did fall short. I'm just saying, if a healthy Lamar Jackson is playing, that game ain't close, man. But, you know, things happen. Boy, went full Jerome Bettis on the goal line. I was so sick. You're probably too young for that reference, too. I don't think I'm too young for that reference. probably seen the video, at least. I've seen it, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can still see Jerome Bettis' face when he realized he had fumbled the ball. Like, as he's falling back, was like... <laughs> Oh, man, both of these teams messed me up tonight because I came into the night expecting two L's. I expected to hold the cool J. You feel me? Pause. And no, that ain't a pause moment. You good. All right, just making sure. <clears throat> I was expecting double L's. And then going into the, the top of the fourth quarter, uh, was the top of the fourth or early late third, whatever. It was around the same time. Both games were suddenly tight, and I was like, are these boys going to do it? Are they going to lift up the man that's been carrying them for the past couple years? Are they going to put the team on their back, though? The others banding together to pull out a miraculous victory. Is that what, is that what I'm about to witness on both screens? Because I have both screens going. I'm looking back and forth. I see uh, Huntley and them at the goal line, 17-17. I, I, I missed the previous touchdown because I was so locked in on the Mavs. And then the Mavs going to run Jaden Hardy with the offensive rebound, put back, flexing and yelling on him. Down three. I was like, what? What is happening? This is beautiful. And then the Blazers went on a 16-0 run. And this mother, <clears throat> this man Huntley, Dove from the two-yard line and just stuck the football out there like he ain't never played professional football in his life, and they was just going to let him reach the ball across a yard and a half. And then I ain't never seen Hubbard move like that. Boy, did you see after after he scored the touchdown, the motherfucker was on the sideline <laughs> with an os- oxygen mask? <laughs> He had uh, they had the oxygen waiting. They knew. I don't even think bro got asthma. He was just tired. No, <laughs> he ran ninety eight yards, full sprint. Like I ain't never ever <laughs> seen a defensive end move like that before. Oh man, that boy starts lighting. Boy, 
He was like a toddler that just snatched your phone when he took off. Like, I'm surprised Mark Andrews even got close. I think he might have ran out of a little bit of gas near the end. But shout out to Mark Andrews for even trying because I don't know where the rest of them boys was at. Yeah, the rest of them gave up, man. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And and again, it's one thing because, like I said, I was expecting the L's. But just go out and give me the L, man. Don't give me hope. Don't make me think that something amazing is about to occur and then fold at, at, in spectacular fashion. I was talking crap to my Chargers fan, uh, fan friend last night. And then, and then I had to just I had to I had to go back and say, yeah, yeah, they, they got me too. Maybe that was karma. Maybe that was karma. Maybe I shouldn't have sought out the only Chargers fan I know to talk trash just for, for my team to also fold in the you know what whatever man i don't even care about football like that to be honest well you mentioned the other team that gave you hope so let's get right into it uh we are gonna slightly recap the lakers and uh not the Lakers, yeah the lakers mavs game uh because we did not do a traditional recap for it we did do a recap last night for the Blazers game, so we aren't going to go too much into that. Maybe just to reference uh, as far as, like, you know, comparisons to this game. Okay. game maybe. Uh, <clears throat> but Dallas Mavericks lose to the Blazers 2-0 and 0-2 in the back-to-back, 136-119. You mentioned that the game was pretty close in the third quarter, uh, but Towards the end, the Blazers busted wide open. Uh, bust the lead wide open, I mean. <laughs> bust the lead. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's a professional podcast. I'm good. Yeah, sorry, y'all. Um, yes, um, the, the, the Blazers opened the lead up um, and, and, and took off. On the Mavericks, their box score looks kind of crazy. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic with 22 points, Damian Lillard with 36 points, Anthony Simons with 21 points, Jeremy Grant with 26 points. The fact that they have so many guys they can rely on to score feels so good. Uh, should emphasize that the Dallas Mavericks. Wait a minute. What happened? I was looking out. I, I just realized I was looking at the wrong box score. I said, hold up. I was wondering. Some of those numbers started sounding different. I mean, when I saw the numbers, I'm like, wait a minute. They scored more than this. And then I scrolled up and saw Tim. I said, hell no. I know that motherfucker ain't played today. Yeah. Now, their box score did look crazy. They still had some motherfuckers they could rely on to score. Anthony Simons had 20 points. Dame had 40, an efficient 40. Yusuf Nurkic had 20. Jeremy Grant had 20. Damian Lillard shot 16 fucking free throws. Hell of a whistle tonight. (sighs) On the Mavericks end, Jaden Hardy with 25 points. 27 minutes. 8 for 17, 3 of 10 from 3. Not much to mention outside of that. I'm glad to see that he got... I'm not going. When I say not much to mention outside of that, I mean just him, not so other I, players. I, I, I thought yeah. about it after. Okay. I, <laughs> I want to make it like, hey. <laughs> I, I, this ain't what that is. This ain't what that yeah. is. Um, it was good to see him get minutes in a meaningful game. We expected him to get minutes with the news that Tim was out. Um, uh, we expect. Well, I expected Luca to be out. I remember you saying you expected him to play last night. Um, something I have some thoughts on, but we'll get into a little later. Uh, and he showed up, in my opinion. Um, we lost this game. We were in the fight for a long time until the Blazers took off. Uh, he proved what he can do. Um, I, I still don't fucking understand why Theo Pinson was in the game before him. Uh, Theo Pinson, who played 21 minutes, shot three times and came away with three points. He had five assists, which is cool. Uh, but to be quite honest, um, I've I hate to say I've seen enough from Theo Pinson. No, you're right. I've seen enough. Like, he's gotten, 
opportunities in these games to show what he is and what he can do. And hey, the motherfucker got five assists. I can't tell if he's a point guard. I don't know what he is. What I do know he is is in over his fucking head. I'm tired of seeing this dude bring the ball up, dribbling like a motherfucker on the black top who wearing the long shorts down to his ankles. Like when he dribbled, he'd be kicking his feet and shit. And I'm like, bro, just dribble the ball up and give it to somebody who know what they're doing. Honestly, like, I don't know what this dude does out there. <clears throat> I'm not going to discredit this five assists. Cool. You got five assists. Are you a point guard? That's what I'm, and it's, it's, a, it's twofold because on one hand, right, we don't know what he is. Um, on the other hand, I still don't feel like he's, he's, he's trying to accomplish anything. Like when you a young dude trying to make a name in the league, trying to find your way, trying to find your niche, it's, you, you can usually tell like Jaden Hardy, he's trying to be a bucket getter. Like he's trying to get buckets. McKinley Wright. He's trying to be a point guard and a pest on defense, like a facilitator and a defensive pest. AJ Lawson is trying to bring energy and hit shots. Like, I don't know what Theo Pence is doing because he's doing a little bit of everything and then a little bit of nothing. And he looks like he he's he just casual out there with it. Particularly in the garbage time minutes, he looked like he was above it. He looked like he was a 10-year vet that was pissed that he was out here with these kids. Like, he was not rotating on defense anymore. Like, you see A.J. Lawson, McKinley Wright, Jaden Hardy working their behinds off. Theo Pinson could could give a f- less. Like, he was – I don't know where his mind was at. Like, if, if he was playing like he had nothing to prove at that point. And this was after he got what might have been the pivotal tech that turned the game around. He launched himself in the use of Nurkic got a foul called for it, rightfully, and then waved off the ref like, who are you? Well, in his defense, he's not used to playing, so he don't know what a foul looked like. Somebody pointed out it reminded them of the Salah Mejri moment. I saw that. The notification came up in the chat. And ripped into his ass for that moment for that moment i i missed rick carlisle because we would never see theo pinson again never again and he probably would have been completely okay with that nobody would complain nobody is talk oh shit what theo Pen- uh spencer then with out here with the red i thought he was a blood hold up give me a second you just said, why is he out here with the red? I thought he was a blood. I mean, I thought he was a crip. <laughs> <laughs> like a blood. Oh, uh, come on. This ain't what I was trying to do. Are you trying to turn it up or down? I was trying to mute it. Oh, okay. Uh, he probably got a he probably got a band-aid on it somewhere. All right. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Theo Pence. That his name? Yeah, Theopolis. Um, Theodore. Bad. Nobody, nobody misses Theo Pinson. <laughs> Nobody's crying for Theo Pinson. Theo Pinson is like, and I'm not sure what Theo Pinson's stats <clears throat> look like in 2K, so this might be accurate. But Theo Pinson is that guy in 2K. Well, like maybe you in a in the association, my GM, whatever, my league, and you and you looking for somebody to add to the team, right? Or, or you looking for somebody to add to a nice trade. And you go to this guy, his overall is low, but he might be one of those dudes who, like, got something special about him, right? So you say, all right, what's his driving layup? Ah, his driving layup at 65. He ain't. All right. What's his three-point shot? What's his mid-range? Three-point shot at 70, mid-range like a 66. All right, he ain't good for that. Maybe he could dribble the ball. Maybe he could handle the ball, you know, create something. Ball handle a 70, speed with ball a 65. All right, damn, like. All right, maybe he a defender, right? On-ball defense, 60, lateral quickness to 56. Okay, uh, th- there's got to be something, right? Maybe he fast. Maybe do fast. Okay. Speed and acceleration, like a 73. And it's just like, all right, dude, he got potential? Can he grow into something? Potential, like a C-minus, D-plus. And I'm just like, all right, bro, like, what? 
what's your purpose? Like, what are you? Like, what are you doing? Ain't got no badges, no nothing. Like, you just, you just got a podcaster badge. I mean, that's, that's our that's only Draymond got that badge. Yeah. Uh, Austin Rivers. CJ got that badge. Austin Rivers got it yet. He's still the dollar got that badge. He got the cheerleader badge. That created an image, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> like Tracy Morgan and Longest Yard and shit. Something like that. So like oh, man. I just I, I don't want to make this the rag on Theo Pence. I forgot he listened. We gotta Theo. It, I just I don't want to make it the rag on Theo Pinson podcast. I just I feel like I've seen enough. Like, and I hate to put it that way because it's only been so many games. But I feel like this was the biggest opportunity. You played twenty one minutes. Like there were two guards out, two guards that start out, and you had an opportunity and you showed nothing. And it was a young guard who came in who showed everything, and I just. That's all I needed to see. Yeah. I think, I see. What was I going to say? Uh, Theo came out. He was very active early on. And then it just died. Like it disappeared. Yeah. He, I think when he first came in, he hit a three, right? I think he hit the three. If I'm not mistaken, he had a couple of nice passes uh, off hustle plays, like offensive rebounds. Um but yeah, he just jogs. And it's funny because I watched, remember I watched his mixtape, his high school mixtape. Like he played like that in high school, like how he was playing, like like he looks like he's just in an open gym run at all times. Like That's not a good thing. Like no intensity. Like I'm not, not seeing him locked down in the defensive stance. I'm not seeing him, you know, <clears throat> setting up a play and executing. Like he just a, a, a freestyle player, like. I like we don't know what he is. I don't think he can grow into anything. He's what 26 going on 27. Like the potential's not there. He's just a warm body. McKinley Wright played eight less minutes and showed me more, to be honest. The block on Dane was huge. Uh it was funny because Harp said that that's probably his first block in the league. And I knew a player. (laughs) Yeah, I think he did say as a player this league. But he literally pinned the guy on the glass last night. Like, yeah, come on, side. Like, I could see if it was a random, obscure block in the past. And he I could see if it wasn't just last fucking night. <laughs> last night, and it was like significant. It wasn't like a little tip ball that nobody really noticed. Like, he pinned the dude on the glass. He's five foot eight. Like, what are we doing, man? He's not five eight, but you know what I mean. The thing, the thing with Theo is, and this will be my last thing on it. it it's annoying because I know this isn't going to be the last time we see him get get some minutes or significant minutes. Jason Kidd is going to continue to give him a chance, whether it be because we're missing guys in the rotation and we're short on depth or they just want to give him that opportunity. I don't know. Uh, But if I ever see him get more minutes than Jaden Hardy or see him coming to a game before Jaden Hardy, uh, motherfuckers will have to see me. That's all I got to say. Jaden Hardy didn't come in until there were nine minutes left in the second quarter. Theo came in early in the first. Theo was the yeah. first off the bench. That's goofy. Goofy as fuck. I know our bench is like awful right now. Like I remember, I didn't even post it. I meant to post it, but I took a sh- screenshot of like the box score, and I'm like, bro, this looks like a fucking G League team. Yeah, looks like a fucking G League team, and that sucks right now. Um, Real quick, yeah. Uh, shout out the the Dolmans Stroop Waffles. These things but, are fire. Okay. Um, we can get back to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> moving to the starting lineup. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie played 35 minutes, seven for 15, two or six from three, nine assists, and 28 points. He also notched five personal fouls. Uh, Christian Wood returned tonight, eight of 22 from the field, one of eight from three, uh, 16 rebounds and 23 points. Reggie Bullock, the winner soldier. The White King. Ain't ain't that something from Game of Thrones? White King, white, whatever. 
don't know. Anyway. The Night King. The what? Night King. Night King. Same difference. Um, four of nine from the field, 35 minutes, two of six from three, 10 points. Also notched those four rebounds he loved getting for cardio. Uh, the Winter Soldier and the Blood Moon Bullock continues to, uh, to show up. The White Powell, 17 minutes. You can just stop right there. <laughs> what none? <laughs> Seventeen minutes, four of six from the field, four rebounds, ten points. So when you, if I, re- if you didn't watch this game and I read to you that the White Paul only played seventeen minutes, you'll probably think, "Oh, Javale McGee must have played right." No, he did not. Davis Bertans played 28 minutes. Four of seven from the field. How many minutes? 28 minutes. Oh, I thought you said 13 for some reason. I don't know what I was hearing. Maybe I, I'm not sure. Maybe I fucked up. Uh, yeah, 28 minutes, four of seven from the field, three of six from three, four rebounds, and 11 points. Pretty much outside of the three-pointers, the same stat line as the white power. Okay. Who gives a shit? Frank Nilakina started tonight. Not something you want to hear in 2023. People but forget about Frank. You said what? People forget about him sometimes. I will say rightfully so. Um, 23, <laughs> 23 minutes, one of five from the field, all of two from three, seven assists, and two points. Um, I've always said I- I'm, I'm not going to get on him. For this, uh, I don't think Frank's job is to put up big box score numbers. Uh, it's not necessarily his role. The same way I say I don't look at Tim Hardaway Jr.'s um, uh, quality of shots uh, or his, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Efficiency. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so I, I have the same energy with Frank Nilekina. Um I want to get into this Luca thing man, because I'm frustrated at this point. Uh, not upset at Luca. I understand that Luca carries uh, a strong load with this team. He's carrying his team on his back. He, he's getting some help here and there, but overall, not much help. Uh, if anything, him missing these games and the match losing is the prime example why he should be MVP this season. But that's a conversation for another episode. Um, I don't understand why. Our 23-year-old yeah. superstar can't fucking play back-to-back games. Damian Lillard can play back-to-back games. LeBron James, who's almost 40, can play back-to-back games. Kawhi Leonard is playing back-to-back games. I've seen Paul George play back-to-back games. Why is Luka Doncic, who has no real serious injury history that prevents him from playing back-to-back games, not playing in fucking back-to-back games? And it's frustrating me, and I, I, it's no answer for it. I'm pretty sure Luka's not going to the front office and saying, hey, I can't play back-to-back games. This is obviously a coaching decision, and it's been going on since last season, and it makes no fucking sense to me. Like, we went one and three this week. We lost last night with Luca. We are out THJ today, and y'all decide let's sit Luca as well. Like what? How, what are your feelings on it? So I feel like Luca does have ailments and whatnot, and <clears throat> I know that Jason Kidd plays him gigantic minutes. Like he played fifty-five minutes against the Lakers the other day. And I know that they are – we can't do anything without Luka in the playoffs. Like, that's not even a thought that's crossing my mind. Did it work out last year? Yes. But we don't want to be in that position again if we could avoid it. So I think they are trying to prioritize Luka making it to the end of the season versus <clears throat> maximizing wins today. Um and someone pointed out that uh, if they were going to rest Wood 
and or Luca this weekend, they should have both rested the same game. So you maximize your ability to win one of those games versus splitting them and pretty much setting yourself up to lose both. I uh, have to agree with that. And I don't know, again, we, we, I know Wood twisted his ankle in that game. I know he was struggling to walk at the end of the game. But at the same time, if there was even a thought that you were going to rest Luca in one of those games, you should have just gone ahead and rested him that game with, with, with since you knew Wood was going to be out. And so then he plays on the back end of the back-to-back. That also means that it's the second game for Damon and him, so maybe they're a little bit more tired and Luca's fresh. Um, the strategy doesn't seem to be fully cooked. It's, it's half-baked, if you will. Shout-out to Dave Chappelle. Um, and, yeah, like you said, he's 23. I'm, I know it's, I don't think it's him that doesn't want to play. No, I don't think it's him. the team, in my opinion, that's, that's doing this. And it is goofy to me. It's, it's frustrating. It's like once we see a back-to-back, we know Luca's not playing in one of them for the most part. Uh, I think he did play in some this season. I don't think he's missed like I think he I played think, in one or two. Yeah, I don't think he set out like every back-to-back. I can confirm if you want. Uh, yeah, you want to pull up? That's cool. Um, but it, it, it's just frustrating especially when we're in positions like this. Uh, it seems like just a week and a half ago, everybody was going crazy over our win streak, and now it's looking like, man, we're close to being 500 again. And the West is so bunched up as far as record and standings. We could easily – excuse me, we could easily fall back down just with a few quick losses. Uh, and, and, uh, huh? Where are we at after tonight? Uh, let me check. I believe we're 23 and 21 now. But I mean, like in the standings, I know it was tight. 24 and 25 yeah. yesterday. Yeah, let me check. We're 24 and 21. That puts <laughs> us at number five. So we're still five? Yeah, we're still five. The Clippers are a game behind us. Timberwolves are a game and a half. The Blazers and the Golden State Warriors are two games behind us. And Utah is two and a half games. <laughs> Along with Phoenix and OKC. Okay. And not going to spoil anything, but the upcoming week doesn't... It's a small week, but doesn't look too great. Like, two games in there I'm not too sure about so uh, Mavericks got to get it together man I know I'm not going to be too hard on the team because I know like we're really hurt right now Uh, so we're working with what we have but as long as we can survive until Josh and Dodo come back not expecting Maxi back who knows what's going to happen with that Um, speaking of which if they know if if February comes around and they know at that point, all right, Maxi might not come back. They got to make a move for a fucking big or something. They need to do it right now. I don't know what we're waiting on. Do I don't I know what we're waiting can't play tonight? Then we need another big. Yeah. Um. By the way, he's played in four back-to-backs. He's sat five now. Okay. So pretty much half and half. Um, I guess that's fair. I guess I can't be too upset at that. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's go back a few days, a couple days, in fact. I believe it was Thursday uh, when we went into double overtime with the Lakers. A double overtime game finishing one nineteen to one fifteen just sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> look at the box score here. I'm gonna let you carry this one a bit because you know I did not finish this. Did you finish this game? Uh, let me check my notes. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Um, that's the Clippers game. I'm trying to check to see if I have notes. Okay. Well, while you're checking that, Christian Wood played 47 minutes, 10 of 17, two of six from three, 14 rebounds, and 24 points, along with six assists. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. played 48 minutes, 
Not going to read the field goal. No, I'm joking. 9 of 21, 311 from three, and 22 points along with eight rebounds. Reggie Bullock, 47 minutes, seven points, nine rebounds. That was before the, the blood moon. Uh, you know, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, 51 minutes, seven of 13, two of six from three, 17 points, though. Luca, 53 minutes, 14 of 28, 4 of 9 from 3, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, 35 points. Uh, I noticed Spencer Dinwiddie plays a lot of long minutes too, but he doesn't really seem to get the rest that other guys get. Yeah. Somebody brought that up today. It's like, why do we why does Dinwiddie keep having to carry when when yeah. we said Luca? Like, when does he get the rest? Um, going back to the Lakers game, I did find my notes. <clears throat> so I'll go through them real quick. Um, bloody Bullock got the start. We we had a dominant first quarter. We uh, Tim was great in the first half of that game. <clears throat> the bench was trash in that game. Uh, we were at we were up eleven at the half, but it was one of those games where you could tell the Lakers weren't going to go away, and they did not. Uh, obviously, you mentioned we went to double overtime. In the double overtime, there were some big wood blocks. I think he finished with five blocks in that game. Uh, let me check because I got to hit all stats for that. Um, yes, five blocks. Yeah, Luca got into foul trouble. Um, I think he had five fouls going into overtime, like near the end of the fourth, like played the rest of the fourth and then both overtimes with five fouls. And Wood, he basically said in the post game, you know, he really he knew that Luca was in foul trouble and couldn't step up so he was rotating more aggressively to cover him and help and that's how he got some of those blocks at the end he had a good big block he had a big put back dunk as well um after people were trying to trash him in that game too and uh Jaden Hardy was active in that game I made a note of that as well I enjoyed seeing Jaden Hardy and then down the stretch of the game Dinwiddie took over uh Winwitty, if you will uh, and people were saying, you know, this is why Dinwiddie, the, the Mavs should have been moving the ball earlier, getting the ball out of Luca's hands. Look at what Dinwiddie's doing now. And it's like, Dinwiddie's doing this now because his legs are fresh, because yeah. he hasn't had to do all the crap that Luca had to do to get us to this point. We should have lost that game multiple times. Luca hit a buzzer beater type three at the end of regulation at the end, at the end of the first overtime to even allow us to have a game still. <clears throat> both the game should have been over both times. Luca hit stupid threes to, to force overtime and to force a second overtime. Uh, shots that were like, oh, geez, okay, all right, here we go. Um, and the fact that people were trying to criticize Luca for, for that performance is goofy to me. Uh, one thing that's been an overarching theme, I think, of the Tim Hardaway in the starting lineup minutes is how what it's done to Spencer Dinwiddie. Like he's faded into obscurity. He's not the same Spencer Dinwiddie that started the season. He's, I think, having trouble figuring out when to pick his spots. Um, and it probably would, depending on the Tim situation, I know he missed tonight's game, but it probably would make more sense to move Spencer back to the six-man role just to maximum, just so he's not as overlapped with Luca for the time being. Uh, or and with Tim because the Tim stuff is really what's holding him back to be honest and uh it feels like a waste a lot of times for him to be out there with those two other than that I'll take the dub I think after the game LeBron and Luca had a laugh probably LeBron telling Luca I'm too old for this shit and of of the games this week you know that <laughs> double overtime we got the dub I can't complain it's the only win of the week, so uh, we, we got to fucking take it. Um, it sucks, but at least they pulled out one victory this week because 0-4 would have just been fucking stressful to talk about. Um, <clears throat> not too much to talk about. I don't have much to say on this game because I did not stay up to fucking finish it. Um, uh, I'm glad they did get a dub this week. Uh, shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie for the way he's been stepping up. But I do agree. Uh, it may be best to maximize him. 
uh, with him coming off the bench. That's even when everyone gets healthy, I think, moving um, moving Josh Green or Reggie Bullock. I would hate to say that. Reggie Bullock into the starting lineup, depending on how he's playing. Um, maximize Spencer Dinwiddie and Josh Green off the bench. I think Christian Woods should stay in the starting lineup. Um, have Josh Green off the bench with Spencer Dinwiddie so he has someone with him. Spencer Dinwiddie, Josh Green, Jaden Hardy, Dwight Powell, and I guess whoever. Right. Frank Bertans, I guess. Yeah, Bertans. Um, off the bench, I think it's a nice, decent lineup. But, uh, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie has taken a hit. Granted, the team has looked a bit more successful because of it, but it has come at the cost of Spencer Dinwiddie's uh, production. So hopefully he can find that rhythm again, or maybe he can find it in the starting lineup, just getting used to playing with Tim, which is not an easy thing for people to do, I assume. Um, yeah, uh, going to take a quick break, get y'all this ad read real quick, you know, from yours truly, uh, from DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And we'll be right back. The NFL playoff picture is locked in. And my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road, Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. What does that mean? Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? Put it like this. Usually they have no sweat bet, uh, no sweat bet promos, which for a guy like me who loses a lot, I need. So I say, you know what? I'm going to put ten dollars on this since it's up to ten dollars why not take advantage of the maximum put ten dollars on it do a real long parlay with a real nice payout and if it wins i get my money if not i get that ten dollars and free bets instantly which you can distribute among other parlays and other bets in any way you like just download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use code tbpn New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions supply. See show notes for details. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the man's house. <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> <laughs> that was so uncalled for. That was completely uncalled for, bro. I will not stand for this. That was okay. All right. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh man. Uh w- welcome back to the pod. Um <clears throat> before we get into <laughs> before we get into the weekly segments. I'm gonna not look at Reese for a second. Before we get into the weekly segments, I um I tried something tonight, just to experiment. So those of you that that know know that uh, me talking about harp gets people's attention and not necessarily the attention I want. So I had started doing it in my close friends only or whatever they call it on Twitter. I forgot what it's called. Twitter oh. circle. Twitter circle. I started doing it only in my circle. I, I that's the only tweets. If you in the circle, those are the only tweets I was put in the circle. Was the, the harp tweets. So tonight I tweeted about harp and I did not leave it in the circle. And somebody's in my mentions telling me how great harp is, as expected. So it's still high out here in these streets for the harp. 
and, and his defenders. So I'm gonna go back to just talking about him in a circle because I, I don't have the energy to tell these people why. It's probably best. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that attention again. I don't need Father Will sending me screenshots of his notes. <laughs> to prove wait, it. what? You hold on, you missed that. Of like, wait, hold up. So what? You don't remember the whole situation with skin and all that? Yeah. So Skin had DM me during the game, and after the game, Follow Will sent because I had said something about you know I feel like the announcers of other teams have deep understandings or know the players on the teams that they're watching. Like I can't remember, I think it was Cleveland or Minnesota. One of their dudes was talking about you know what a certain guy did in high school and like actually watching their games. Like they knew them that they knew them. <laughs> like they didn't hit Google before the game they knew them and you can tell and it makes a difference for me so i was saying that's why i enjoy listening to other teams broadcast and learning different things about about players and so follow will found a tweet and of course i didn't put it as eloquently as i just put it it just said i feel like they know what other teams announces on other teams know the players or something like that i actually know the players or something like that and so he sent a picture, a screenshot of his like note sheet that he wrote out before the game with fun facts for every player on the other team to talk about how hard he, I put in work, basically, is what he said. Like, well, I mean, I feel I like you were directing that at a specific person. Exactly. Everybody like, likes follow Will. I always talk about Mark follow Will. Yeah. But he took it as a shot. And he was like, you know, I... I I usually don't respond to these, but, and I think somebody had like snitch tagged them too, but I usually, yeah, I usually don't respond to, oh, somebody was like, Mark, at Mark Followell is one of the best in the business. He does this, man, 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 shut the fuck up. Get off your knees. I hate this shit so much. Like, anyway, get back to the topic. Uh, So he, I usually don't respond to these posts because I think it's blah, 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 blah. But I work really hard and I hate when someone gets online and talks about and, and I want to, you know, Mark, I really want to talk about you. I was really talking about your homie, but I, I didn't do that. I just took the L and let it go. And then, you know, whatever, man. Um, I And that's why I don't talk about heart. But <laughs> all the time. Like. I think you should continue to only speak about heart in the Twitter circle. Uh, I feel like that's best. Um, it, it's worked out so far. Yeah. Uh, at least you won't have people in your mentions talking about, oh, well, well, Derek Harper is a fantastic guy. I think he does a great job on commentary. He's one of the Dallas Mavericks greatest points. Shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, I, I, speaking of Harper, I got to get this one off my chest, too, real quick. Last one. Previous game, first game against the Blazers, Hart was going in about how Josh Hart can't shoot and how XYZ player has been in a slump and can't score. And I just thought it was funny that he's able to know when uh, players on other teams are not playing well, but he is unable to see it when they are in Dallas Mavericks uniforms. I just I just thought that was curious. So I, I thought initially, you know, I was thinking he's just a positive guy. He's just going to say positive things about these players as a player out of respect for them as players. You feel me? But no, he 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 drank the Mark Cuban Kool Aid, and he don't want his checks to stop. So, whatever, man. I res- I I can respect the hustle if nothing else. The bibs and heart beef continues. Moving on. <laughs> so let's go into the Mavs outside his fantasy league. Let's recap some of the well, not some of all of the stats from the week. Um, up first, I took an L this week. Team Coops. Not a bad L, you know. I, I was close. I lost nine hundred and seventy-seven to nine hundred seven. Team Coops moves uh, will most likely go on to be ten and three. I will be three and ten. Um, next game, Freeport Islanders destroy Boys Don't Kawhi. I, it's no way that Ishan just like didn't set his lineup because that's the only way this score makes sense. 1,462 to 549. Yeah. Eshawn, baby. What, what happened, man? <laughs> it's embarrassing, man. I, I, yeah, he just didn't set his lineups. 
that 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 has to be the case. Yeah, I'm looking right now. He got 63 points on the bench just today. I can imagine what he had on the bench this week. Girl, you know it's Drew took an L to watch the throne. 100, not 100, 1,132 to 1,091. Team Wild Bill catches the W over Oklahoma City, OKC Sean, redundant as fuck, but whatever. 922 to 834. SJ's children spanks Josh Green is OKX, 1,326 to 914. SJ's team is is acting a little different lately. Yeah. I mean, she was like one of the undefeated teams at first, right? I think she, maybe. I thought she started cold. I might be tripping. I think she started off pretty hot. Um, creative team name takes the L to the balding point. 1,234 to 852. Bibb's agenda catches the W over Toe Bay Bumaye, 1,383 to 1,117, bouncing back from that L I gave him a week prior. Uh, <clears throat> you're about to be six and seven. You almost at 500. Yeah, I got a, I got a chance still. I was checking to see if KT and Shiko won. Looks like Shiko won, so he's gonna move to seven and six. But KT lost, so she's gonna fall to seven and six, which puts me a game back of both of them. So um, I'm I'm feeling good. I got a chance to climb up these standards and get in this playoff, so I can potentially keep these people from winning the, this 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 money. But we'll see. Well, it's up to you because I, I'm out of it at this point. Uh, falling to three and ten is not a good look for me. Boys uh, don't Kawhi is Ishan, right? Yeah. That's who you chasing. He's falling to six and seven. You better fall to three and ten. Is that what? Yeah, three and ten. The team I drafted at the time looked cool, but once the season started, these motherfuckers is ass. Like I'ma just I'm I'ma just wait. Seven it out. weeks left. You can get to five hundred. I'ma just I'ma thug it out with this team. We're going to see what happens because it's not many guys I can move that's really going to make a difference. And I'm not moving Jokic. Yeah, you got to win. You got to win out. You can't lose no more. Can't lose no more. Bay Area MFFL takes the L. Probably injured. (laughs) 1,156 to 999. That is all of wins and losses. For this week, the standards right now, Team Coops is atop the Eastern Conference, trail, uh, trailed by Bay Area MFFL and SJ's children, who are tied but will no longer be tied after this week. Western Conference is led by the Balding Point. We'll watch the throne right behind him at 9-3. and three. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, let's see. Go back to the scoreboard. Watch the throne, caught the W. Okay, they each caught a W, so still one game behind. Um, yeah, I'm cooked. Uh, I'm cooked. Bibb still has a chance, so I got to root for Bibbs to stop y'all from getting this bread off office. But. I got to knock one of the homies out. KT or Shiko, I'm coming for you. Hey, it's a dog-eat-dog world, man. Ain't no friends in this shit. As seen when I gave Bibs that L. I got to hold on to that. That's the only it's thing I can so hold disrespectful. on to. You know what's crazy? I played Toby this week. You remember Toby was 0-11, I think. He won last week because I, I messaged him. I was like, hey, bro, you good? Like, everything all right? And so he, he set his lineups last week. He won. He, all, he had me for a minute. And I was like, I know I ain't about to lose to Reese <laughs> and Toby. <laughs> In this fantasy league, like I would just quit <laughs> at that point. That would have been tough. I pulled off at the end, so I had to. I had to do that. So that would have been tough. Um, so let's move on to our final weekly segments. Uh, moving on to the Mavs outside of the unsung hero of the week, 
I'm pretty sure y'all probably like, man, who the fuck could it possibly be this week? Like a one in three week is kind of, probably kind of hard to to pick an unsung hero. And it was. Uh, but I did come away with someone. I'm I'm very curious. This week's Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award goes to Mr. Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, even though it was a one in three week, he stepped up big in a lot of these games. He carried his own weight, uh, especially in the Lakers game, which was our one win of the week. Uh, stepped up when we needed it most and helped lead the team to victory. Uh, stepped up tonight when we needed him with Luke and Tim Hardaway Jr. out, even in defeat. So uh, even in defeat, we do see what you have done for this team. That's why you are being awarded with the Unsung Hero of the Week award for this week. So shout out to one Mr. Spencer Crypto Dinwiddie. They say that they say that he saw the crypto sign on the arena at the Lakers game and he turned up. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to weatherman bibs. Uh, that, that's a forecast on the horizon. Uh, after a one in three week, I'm expecting a lot of rain, a lot of storms to come our way, but only one man can give us the details on the weather to come for the Dallas Mavericks. And that's weatherman bibs. Weatherman bibs, what's the forecast looking like? Thank you, Reese. It's your boy, Weatherman Bibbs, here to deliver the forecast. We've got three games on the docket this week. Uh, some familiar foes. Stay on your toes. We got to face these hoes. That's right. On Wednesday, we're welcoming the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Trey Young. What's going on, player? Uh, John Collins on the trading block yet again. DeJounte Murray, will he give Luca problems? Probably not. But we're welcoming the Hawks, both teams in turmoil. <laughs> Let's see what happens there. On Friday, it's the Miami Heat. And you know how we feel about them. We're going to try to beat the Heat. Put your sunblock on, folks. Jimmy Butler, Bam out of the Bayou, and whoever else they got playing in that game. Their team's been all over the injury report. Uh, should be an interesting affair. Then finally on Sunday, it's the Clippers. <laughs> they took us down to Pound Town last week. What's going to happen when they come to our town this week? Reese, back to you. You're still on mute, buddy. Um, did, uh, did I rattle you? Sorry. sorry. Got you. Got you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's a quick week. Uh, that was probably the quickest weekly forecast we've had this season. Um, Luckily, these are all home games. Not, yeah, yeah. We're we're going on a four home game stretch. Three next week. Um, that shit ain't make no sense just now. What? To the four home game. Oh, okay. See what I mean? I was so I was so confused. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) The other way. (laughs) That's why I said three next week. Um, my prediction for this week gonna sound crazy, but I'm going three and oh. Oh, damn, there's something I forgot to say in the forecast. There's potential that Josh Green could return on Wednesday. They said he practiced in full, they're gonna see where he's at Tuesday. Would love to see it, much needed. Um, if Josh Green plays, I'm not mad at the prediction. If not, I'm going to go two on one. I was thinking two on one, but I went three and zero because I think us being at home is going to play a part. Uh, we play much better at home. Uh, and the fact that all three of these games are at home will help. Our team shoots better at home. Uh, so hopefully that will play a factor. Would not be surprised if we go two on one. Would not be surprised if we go one and two, to be quite honest. Uh, could go either way. So. Hoping, hoping, what the fuck? Hoping that my prediction uh, comes true, but not really expecting it. I know it's a long shot, uh, and you're sticking with two on one, right? Yeah. Will we sign a big this week? Do you think? Fuck no. God. Come on now. I know Mark Cuban is facing a gigantic lawsuit, so 
every dollar matters. He ain't about to, even if he wasn't, we wasn't signing no fucking big this week. You think we about to actually do some shit that makes sense as a unit? Whatever. Forgot what podcast this was. I do have uh, one other question I have to bring to the table. What's up? We haven't done a tweet to talking. Um, we haven't. The tweet to talking segment in a while. But, and this really don't even count as a tweet to talking because it's not something that people are talking about. But Christian Wood's agency is relentless. And one of the things they said the other day in the DMs, Christian Wood is the best player that Luca has ever played with. Agree? Disagree? Agree. No hesitation? No hesitation. Who's the second best? Jalen Brunson. Okay. I'm putting that to, to the fans. Is Christian Wood the best player that Lucas played with? And maybe we need to tweet it. I don't know. I think we need to tweet it. Do that, do that tomorrow after the episode's out. Gotcha. Is Christian Wood... I'll be at work, so make sure to text me and remind me. Okay. I will not be at work. So I may, not, I may not tweet this thing. <laughs> I'll try to remember to tweet it out around noon. But the subscribers will get it already. And I'm sure we'll have some responses before I tweet it out. I had to think about it for a second. I told him I would like to see that debated. I would like to see some, some opinions on that. I will go Christian Wood, JB, and KP. What about Dirk? Let's get him. All right, come on. <laughs> Old man Dirk? Fuck no, that motherfucker barely played. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, what was I about to say? Damn. That's it. Oh. You did not watch playing this weekend, right? No. All right. I'm still looking for somebody to see it this week. Still looking for somebody that watched playing to do the review. Um, Hit me up overnight. I would want to record tomorrow. If you're listening, Uh, I'm I'm very much willing to do it myself. If it come down to it, putting a review out one way or another. Yeah. I'll let you up. Right. Well, uh, with that being said, <laughs> we will catch y'all Wednesday for the post game recap against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, get some rest, rejuvenate, energize yourselves. In the meantime, uh, enjoy some time off from the Mavs. That means don't fucking tweet about the Mavs every day. Like, tweet about some other shit, talk about some other shit. Don't make these motherfuckers your life. Fuck them. They don't give a shit about us. What Michael Jackson say? They don't really don't care see about us. Yeah, I was going to start dancing and shit, but I ain't going yeah, to do Don't, don't. All right. It's time to close this out. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll holler at y'all Wednesday. Peace. Peace.